0: Hello everyone, my name is Dr. Fergal Armstrong and welcome to Lifestyle Matters. This episode is brought to you in conjunction with Careversity, your favourite NDIS provider. And today we have with us Sharmi Cheng, a dietitian from The Dietitian's Kitchen. So Sharmi, I thought today we'd talk about the mind diet. First of all, what is the mind diet? What does that word mean in the context of dietetics?
1: Yeah, so... um... Mind diet, the word actually stands for Mediterranean Dash Intervention for Neurodegenerative Delay. So basically, it's a combination of the Mediterranean diet and Dash diet.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. So if we're going to bring the, the so if we're going to bring the Mediterranean diet and the Dash diet together, really what we've got is a whole food, plant-based diet with low salt and lots of olive oil. Is that a fair summary of what the mind diet is?
1: Yeah, you can say that. But I would say maybe uh, with limited oil to use. Um, Mm -hmm. The difference between the mind diet and Mediterranean diet will be um, because for mind diet, there will have some recommendation about how much fat we should be eating. Mm -hmm. Mm, Unlike Mediterranean.
0: Right. So the MIND diet limits fat, whereas the Mediterranean encourages olive oil. Hmm. All right. So before we actually go into what's specifically in the MIND diet, I think it's important to emphasize the benefits of the MIND diet. So really, the MIND diet, the the acronym, the M and the D come from Mediterranean and DASH, and the IN comes from the word intervention. So what really, it's a diet that was developed to help people's brain health Now, um, I mean, there, there was a presidential advisory, I think in 2019, 2018, 2019, that came up with seven key features of lifestyle that could be used to protect the brain. And four of the features kind of were kind of behavioral and three of the features were biochemical. So if we break down the behavioral features, we've got things like stopping smoking, having a normal weight, so not being overweight, exercising and having the appropriate diet. And this is where, in my opinion, the mind diet comes into its own because it's really emphasizing a healthy eating pattern for the sake of brain health. And for the sake of completeness, we can also say that the three biochemical interventions that this presidential advisory was, was advocating includes having effectively an untreated but normal blood pressure, untreated but normal cholesterol, and untreated but normal blood pressure. So, you can see here that actually, you know, issues around blood pressure, which relate to salt, which relate to the DASH diet, and issues around cholesterol, which relate to the Mediterranean diet, they're really important elements of brain health. But brain health is not just about diet, even though diet is so important. And we also know from from randomized controlled trial evidence and cohort studies that the mind diet actually reduces. The, or, or reduces the speed of brain aging and also reduces the risk of the development of Alzheimer's. So for instance, um, you know, it, you, can actually, you can actually have a brain that's up to seven years younger than you are in terms of its function if you adhere strictly to the mind diet. And uh, there's evidence that suggest that the mind diet reduces the risk of the development of Alzheimer's by up to 53%. Now, the Mediterranean diet, if you strictly adhere to it, reduces the risk of Alzheimer's by up to 56%. But the advantage of the mind diet is that even if you don't adhere completely to the mind diet, you still get some benefit. You can can actually reduce the risk of Alzheimer's by around 30 to 35%, even without complete adherence to this mind diet. And that effect, that beneficial effect, is not necessarily found. In, with incomplete adherence to the Mediterranean diet. So overall, I think that's why people are very happy, for the sake of brain health at least, to recommend the mind diet over the Mediterranean diet. So that's the science bit. So really what I'm trying to say is that we need to look at diet in the context of lifestyle medicine. But what's in the mind diet, Charmi? Can you talk us through
1: so about the mind diet there's actually um 10 types of food they recommended we should eat a bit more and there is five types of food we should limit the intake mm-hmm. um, and the 10 types of food including our whole grain carbohydrate um, vegetables that would be our green leafy vegetables and also different colors vegetables um mm-hmm. we talk about wine here as well um Maybe it's talking about just one glass. (laughs) We have to go back to look at our Australian drinking uh, guidelines. So it's no more than um, 10 standard drinks in a week. But in this diet, it's talking about no more than one drink a day. And then we talk about nuts here. So it's five serves of nuts a week. Uh, And also maybe have some beans, uh, legumes, any... uh, um, plant-based protein products here and with some poultry um, which is our white meat but try to limit our red meat um, also you can see there's like a, a talk about berries here so it encourages mm-hmm. people to eat a lot of uh, fruit and vegetables but it has a special focus on berries um, mm-hmm. reasons because berries one of the veg, uh, one of the fruits that have a lot of antioxidants and also compare with other types of fruit, maybe like, um, let's say mango or bananas, uh, watermelon, berries has actually less fructose in it, less sugar in it. So it's more yeah. health benefit with more uh, evidence to support its health benefits. So, and also about the fish, it's talking about uh, at least one serve a week, and it's best to uh, choose the high omega-three fatty fish, for example, the salmon, the tuna, um, or mackerel. These type of uh, fish.
0: So there's a lot in there. I mean, you know, we the Mind Diet advocates this, this the, the good group of ten, but I, I think we need to draw out a couple of issues. So, firstly, it specifically excludes red meat. Mm. So why, I mean, you know, I think we need to understand that actually the, the WHO has, has advised us that the, the processed meat, so re- processed red meat, um, things like salamis, et cetera, are a proven class one carcinogen. And secondly, we also know that red meat increases the risk of the development of both type two diabetes and also metabolic syndrome. And the replacement of red meat with nuts Actually reduces your risk of diabetes, ergo, the reduced risk of metabolic syndrome, and therefore ergo an improvement in brain health. Because we, we you know, remember that Alzheimer's disease has been likened to type 3 diabetes. You know, so really they're making the relationship between metabolic health, vascular health, um, and brain health. And this is a perfect example of what we can see in the mind diet. So the mind diet augments nuts. And pushes away red meat which we'll come to in a moment in terms of the the, the band list the other thing i'd like to emphasize is that the role of berries because really the dash diet and the mediterranean diet don't really talk about the role of berries you know these colored fruits and really i think it's an important point to make that they, they're full of uh, bioflavonoids uh, and, and you know antioxidants and anti-inflammatories that, that allow you know, that are so so um, important both in metabolic health and also in vascular health. And also I think um, it's important to emphasize, as you've already said, look, you know, we do need to adhere to the Australian guidelines on alcohol consumption. So that's, as you've said, 10 standard drinks a week, uh, and no more than four standard drinks on any given day. But as you did say, this diet actually encourages one glass of wine per day, which depending on the alcohol content could be, could actually be less than a standard drink um, Mm, Actually,
1: um, my diet is suggest for the alcohol is only talking about the red or white wine. Um, It didn't Mm -hmm. mention about spirit or beer.
0: Yeah, yeah. I That is another important point, isn't it? That Mm. um, certainly there was a vogue to talk about red wine and the content of resveratrol, which was some form of uh, molecule essential for brain health. But I believe that the benefits of alcohol in this diet are not unique or specific to red wine. So for those of you who prefer white wine, don't worry. There's a role for white wine in the Mind Diet. Now moving on to um, the banned list. <laughs> give us the give us the five no nos in the Mind Diet.
1: Yep. The five no-no, one, one we already mentioned that uh, red meat, not saying really no-no, but just reduce the consumption to uh, like less than four serves a week uh, because we still get a mm-hmm. good iron source from our red meat. But when we're choosing red meat, it's more suggest, uh, recommend you to get the lean red meat, not the one with um, too much fat on it. Um, another one will be our butter or margarine because they are quite high in saturated fat Um, so try to get less than one teaspoon a day Um, and the third one will be our pastries and sweets and if people enjoy pastry they probably will know what pastry made from and it's quite get quite a lot of butter in it and also sugar Mm -hmm. so we try to limit that to um less than uh five serves a week so that's quite general saying that less than five serves a week
0: um, so that effectively means you can really have you know gonna five five puddings a week that's pretty good isn't it <laughs> i think it's a smaller
1: portion yeah right,
0: right. so th- again th- there's a number of questions there so um i eat a margarine which is fortified with uh, sterols and stanols mm. to lower my cholesterol. Mm. I'm pretty sure I eat more than one teaspoonful a day, though. Mm. What would you comment on that?
1: Um, that's different. That margarine because it got the uh, fortified of the plant sterol, and it has a health yeah. benefit on uh, reducing the cholesterol. But uh, right. in my memory, I think if you eat more than three grams a day, that would not have any extra benefit, but you get extra calorie.
0: Right? Okay, so even, okay. even the healthy margarines, you need to just be careful on it. Yeah. Now, the other thing here is there's glucose, sh- sorry, sucrose sugar, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. th- there's no banning of sugar here. So you know, when people think of the word diet, sometimes they think, "Oh, I've got to cut out sugar in my tea." Do you have to cut out sugar in this diet?
1: Well, it does mention about try to limit your sweets, um, mm. yeah, and but it just combine your pastry and sweets together. So generally, mm. we should also keep an eye on our sugar intake, especially the refined sugar. So I wouldn't yeah. say I wouldn't recommend people add sugar in their drinks.
0: Right. Right. So even though sugar is vegan, and if you want to go into a vegan diet, you know sugar is vegan. So is beer, for that matter. You know neither sugar nor beer are recommended as part of the uh, as part of the mind diet. Um, what about cheese?
1: Mm. All right, cheese will be the last things on our um, five food group uh, five food here to limit. Uh, especially mm-hmm. is the low uh, whole fat full fat cheese. Um, yeah because of the high saturated fat in uh, content in the full fat sh- cheese it's not just yeah. cheese all the dairy products will recommend to uh, to get the uh, skim or light version it's same as in the dash diet
0: yeah yeah and then of course fried food you know any kind of fried food even mm-hmm. if it's healthy fried food. Yeah, that's an
1: interesting point here I want to highlight for why it has a recommendation to limit the fried foods. One of the reasons is um, the deep fried foods usually um, have a high amount of free radical because they are processed in a high uh, heat oil. And uh, if the oil has been reused many times, they're starting to build up the free radicals. So that's Mm -hmm. why deep fried fast food is not very healthy.
0: Right. So, okay, on that point, then, if I want to fry some food at home, if I use fresh olive oil to fry it, is that okay?
1: Probably not using olive oil. As I mentioned last time in our Mediterranean diet session, Especially the uh, cold-pressed extra virgin olive oil—they have a very low mm-hmm. smoke point, so they're not suitable for high heat cooking. But I would recommend yeah. maybe use like canola oil, rice bran oil, these higher smoke point oil to do that.
0: Right. So it is okay to to fry food at home, uh, you know, in moderation, you know, yeah, whilst watching moderation. the calories, and to still be adherent to the Mind Diet—is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, how would you or or is there a need to alter the mind diet to become more culturally appropriate for the Asian community? What are, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Mm. Um, I would probably say it's quite easy to uh, for Asian culture to follow this mind diet, because in an Asian culture, we usually have quite uh, a lot of Uh, vegetables in our diet so that's no worry we can easily get like six serves of green leafy vegetables in a week Um, and we enjoy fish but maybe when you live in a different countries if you don't get access to the seafood that that will be something to think about maybe choose the frozen version Mm, Mm -hmm. and also there's a recommendation about beans i think in asian culture we enjoy beans especially bean products like soy bean products, like tofu mm-hmm. or bean curd, these products yeah. we use a lot in cooking. So that's quite easy yeah. for us to get that free serve. Mm.
0: So looking at this diet in totality, one of the things I also have noticed, especially given that it's derived from the DASH diet is there's no emphasis on reduced salt. So What would you say to that? Mm.
1: Yeah, so in the mind diet, there's no emphasis on the reduced salt intake um, because the mind diet's focus is on um, increase your um, antioxidants, um, food in the diet, have some good fat like your omega-3 and mind Mm -hmm. diet's more focused on our brain and uh, brain health. So it's less focused on hypertension, um, but generally we'll say, follow this healthy diet, we should have a moderate uh, salt intake. And yeah. yeah, in the Asian culture, we enjoy using our soy sauce. And um, as I mentioned before, there is like a reduced sodium version and we can pick these reduced sodium versions, oyster sauce, soy sauce for our cooking. Yeah. Um, and the mind diet recommend we should try to do more home cooking, but uh, eat less, uh, eat um do less eating out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: just because yeah, when you eat out, it's hard to control the sodium intake.
0: Yeah, and really, I suppose even though it's not specifically mentioned, as you say, it is a good principle to try and limit salt. And I suppose really, you know, it should be an automatic shopping decision that you always go for the low salt option. And picking up on what you said there, I think it's really important to emphasize the Mind Diet really does emphasize the antioxidants. And that's where the berries come in. You know, they are just antioxidant bombs, you know, they're just full of goodness. And to my knowledge, no other dietary pattern emphasizes berries.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Sharmi, unfortunately, we're run out of time. Once again, I want to thank you for your expertise. And I would really look forward to speaking with you again on diet and lifestyle medicine. So thank you today for your expertise.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: That's all for today, folks. My name is Dr. Fergal Armstrong, and this has been Lifestyle Matters.